Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills podcast is a broadcast outreach of Dag Heward Mills Ministries, which aims to bring you the very best from the vast teaching archive of healing evangelist, best-selling author, and megachurch pastor, Dag Heward Mills. Our Tuesday message was preached at the Flow Revival Service and is full of wisdom keys on how to enter the ministry. Faithfulness is the very nature of God. He hasn't changed his mind and is waiting for you, so the very least he expects from us is that we also be found faithful. A faithful person is consistent, trustworthy and dependable. In today's message, Bishop Dag will teach you all about the importance of having a faithful spirit. He will touch on the lives of Samuel, Moses and David as great examples of faithful men from the Bible. Our faithfulness to God is tested when we gain more money, power and opportunity. And despite these attributes, today's message will encourage you to hold on to the most important thing, being found a faithful steward of God. Striving to stay faithful in every aspect of your life will cause you to advance, progress and receive blessings. Let's receive today's wonderful word. We are grateful and thankful in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. First Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12. The first thing you must realize about entering the ministry is that you cannot enter the ministry. You must be put into the ministry by God. You cannot enter the ministry. You must be put into the ministry by God. First Timothy 1 and verse 12. And it says, I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Amen. Amen. So, Timothy, uh, Paul, was in the ministry and he entered the ministry not by entering, but by being put into the ministry. So, what makes him to be put into the ministry? He says it right there. I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has enabled me. For that, he counted me faithful. He considered me to be a faithful person. And because he considered me to be a faithful person, he put me into the ministry. Amen. So, when God counts you faithful, he puts you into the ministry. So, this is a very important point uh, to accept that God needs to consider you to be a faithful person. Amen. Amen. 
Otherwise, he will not put you into the ministry. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So when God considers you to be a faithful person, then you are getting nearer and nearer to the real ministry. And that is the main quality that he is looking for. And when you get that quality, you will um, be getting nearer into the ministry. Amen. All right. Now, let's turn to Proverbs chapter 20. Proverbs chapter 20. And we'll look at verse number 6. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. But a faithful man who can find. Alright. Now, people rarely say bad things about themselves. There is a book called, I think, How to Win Friends and what? Influence People. I don't know if that's in the title of the book, How to Win Friends. I think it is that book. I'm not sure. But I read a story. And the story in that book was a story of a famous killer. who was finally caught, comprehended by the police. The day before he was caught, either the day before or two days, he had killed some policemen. And then in a shootout, I think it was in New York, he was finally apprehended after a long shootout. Now, when he was taken, he told the people, look, I'm a very soft-hearted and a kind person. And he said, I don't easily, I don't, I don't hurt people. It's not, I mean, I don't even know why you are taking me on like this. No, he was wounded. And that's how they got him. But when I read that story, I realized that what the Bible says is true. That everybody speaks well of himself. Nobody says I'm bad. I'm not good. And that is why the word confess, confess, is an important word. Wow. 
was to confess is to admit and to say who you are and how you are do you see yes so the bible is saying that most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness all right that's part one part two but a faithful man who can find now that is a statement which when you are young you will not understand a faithful man or woman I don't know why the women don't say well please it is a gender gender specific something we want it to equality why don't you say woman here why don't you say woman here why don't you say men or women why are you saying only man a faithful man who can find it's not that common to find a faithful man not that common to find a faithful man. Alright? In fact, why is it not common? Because your default nature is to be unfaithful. By default, you'll be unfaithful if you are not taught to be faithful. The pressures within you are tending towards unfaithfulness. It's true. Married couples are tending towards unfaithfulness, naturally. They go apart, naturally, towards unfaithfulness. If you are not taught or have a strong conviction to be faithful, you, you will be unfaithful. The normal... You know, a person who is not restrained, a man, if you are not restrained in your marriage would probably have maybe depending on when you start getting married you may have maybe eight marriages yes in, in your life if if you are not restrained like you marry eight times i mean if you look at some of the people who have not been restrained in their lives a lot of them get married about eight times. Even Quincy Jones, I don't know how many times he got married. Elizabeth Taylor. I mean, if you keep on flowing on with relationship after relationship. Yes. All right. And then also, if you are not taught you are not going to be faithful under authority. Now, faithful means to be constant, to be the same, to be loyal, to maintain a certain goodness. Are you saying we can't maintain goodness? What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Do you know we are from SU. <laughs> we are from Scripture Union. We have a strong scripture foundation. We have good intentions. Are you trying to say we, we are few here? 
I'm just reading the Bible. If you want to be angry with somebody, be angry with Jesus directly. Leave me out of it. Amen? So, it looks like God is looking for faithfulness. And so, faithfulness is a quality that must be sought for if you want to enter the ministry and find your place. And it's a quality that you must work on having at all levels. If you don't, you will change. And let's take some of the examples. Let's say when you are young, you say, I will serve the Lord. How does that song go? Where to the ends of the earth? Jesus. I will go to the ends of the earth. To the ends of the earth. For, for you, you, for you, alone you Jesus, I will go to the ends of the world for you. And all the world will see you are God. I'll go to the ends of the world for you. You are But you realize that a faithful man who can find which ends of which world? Few people are going to any ends of any world. It's just a song. A nice song that we sing. So from the time you are young till the time you are a little older, you find out that you are not even faithful to what you said at the beginning and faithful to what you, say, what you said at the beginning to what you are now, what you are now doing. They're not faithful. You get it? Oh God, if you give me this job, I swear, I'll serve you for the rest of my days. But then, God gives you the job. And not only do you not serve him, but you don't even come to church anymore. Yes, you trick God into giving you the job. And now he gave you the job. And now where are you? A faithful man who can find. Oh God, if you help me to marry, you see them sitting at the marriage counseling desk, promising, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. Chapter 4, I'll be there. Chapter 9, I'll be there. Chapter 19, I'll, I'll do everything. From point 1 to point 26, I'll do all. They marry, and you see, initially, they may seem to be doing it. But wait till they finish having their children and secure what they intended to secure. One, two, three, down. One, two, three, four, down. Or one, two, down. Got the ring. Pictures on the wall. Children, one, two, three. Check, check your checklist. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. All done. And you see the behavior afterwards. You got it. Amazing. A faithful man who can find. Very not easy to find. Very what? 
not easy to find. Very not easy to find. <laughs> All right? So, what am I saying? I'm saying what the Bible is saying. Faithful man who can find. So, to be a person who enters the ministry, God is the one who has to look from heaven. When he looks into your heart, he finds somebody who will not change, no matter what. And he says, ah, this one. Even though he's a blasphemer, eh? he's a blasphemer, an injurious, and a wicked bedra, he has a quality that is not common. <laughs> you wonder why God didn't choose you who haven't killed somebody before. You wonder why God didn't choose you who hasn't been injurious and blasphemous as Paul was. A blasphemer. Blasphemer, a lot of blasphemers around today. Insulting pastors, writing things, saying things, whatever. It's all that's what's blasphemy. Blasphemy in the King James is to vilify, is to try to make a good person into a villain. It's like a bad person. It's a bad man. Yeah. To vilify. That's the King James uh, Greek translation of blasphemy. To vilify. To make you bad. Make you bad sounding and bad looking. Are you listening? Yes. Or you are not listening? Yes. It's a short Bible lesson. So now God found Paul, Saul, who was like that, blasphemous and very some way, really some way to the church. But he found him, he saw that this man, eh, when he's committed to something, even bad things, is really committed and doesn't change his mind. Yes. Because some of us, whether it's to good or to bad, you are not consistent. Yes. You know, when you look at Europeans, you see that when they take something up, they take it far. They, they go all the way. Which area? Which area? Mention it. When they knew Christ. When they knew Christ. The man who found Salvation Army. The British man. The man who formed the Methodist Church. It's a British man. The man who went to India to take the missionary. Well, a British man. The man who established the first church and turned the whole of Switzerland into a Christian nation, Calvin. It's a French man who was in Switzerland. Martin Luther, who reformed the whole world, German. I mean, when they believe in things, eh, they take it far. Sex. 
they take it to the extreme pornography i mean any like what is there what are the possible things to be done eh? it, everything all out soccer i mean you would have thought that the natural flair soccer playing nations and so on yes you know when ghana was playing against i don't know which country in the last i think it was world cup i knew it was over for us when i saw somebody on the pitch you want to know who it was he was not on the pitch he was in the stadium it was the next match we were going to play the next match the coach a german was sitting there writing notes about us as we were playing about Ghana as Ghana was I said oh it's over (laughs) because instead of watching the match somewhere is writing notes about us this one like this this one I said I knew and when truly when we came to we couldn't do anything at all I think we played with Germany eh? yes I said oh it's over because anything they will go all out. And with many other types of people, if you give them something to do, they will not do it in that way. Whether it's good, whether it's bad. When they talk about government, democracy, they take it to its conclusion. Medicine to its conclusion. Now they do surgery with robots. They will not... I mean... I saw somebody the other day. He has his, his esophagus have been removed. Do you know esophagus? Yes. When you swallow from your mouth, from your mouth, it goes through the esophagus to the stomach. When you feel full, it is in your stomach. And he had cancer of the esophagus. No. Yes. Which is a deep structure, deep down. Yes. When you look at his stomach, there's no cut. They just put a cut here, a little hole here, a little hole here, a little hole here, a little hole here, like that. They operate with telescopes. They remove his esophagus and join. He told me, when I eat small, I'm full. Yes, because my stomach has been pulled up. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it's like anything. It's taken to, it's like the character of the person is applied in that endeavor. If it's medicine, if it's soccer, if it's sex, if it is science, if it's ministry, if it's church, it goes all the way. And there are others, you give them something, it's shabby, sloppy, half-hearted, turned up to a point, leftovers, this is not finished, that is not finished, incomplete things, different, funny, bizarre. It's their buildings, their houses, their roads. You just wonder. So that quality is something that God is looking for, even in bad people. Yes. And what is that quality? It's faithfulness. He says, I thank God who counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. That this one, he will not change. He will stay on, a lot of pressures will be on him. But he will not change his ways. You can give him everything. Give him money. Give him this. 
take him here, take him there, pressurize him, do this, put him in a pressure cooker, boil him, and everything. When he comes out, he'll say the same thing that he started saying at the beginning. Yes. I like that kind of person. That's what God says. And God says, a faithful man who can find. It's not easy to find. And you'll find out that it's true over time. It's not easy to find a faithful, constant person. What is, an unf- what is a faithful person? You stand in front of me and you say nice things. I'll pay shop. God bless you. I'm so touched by your callings and your ministries. <laughs> when I saw you, I knew I've seen a man of God. God's working in your, li- your life is supernatural. Really what? Supernatural. I want to thank God for your life. And your ministries. <laughs> then when you go out of my presence, you start to talk. Don't mind that man. Don't mind that Lebanese man. He should go to his country and do whatever he wants to do over there. When we are doing things here, he said, "What well, miracle, miracle days have come. Doesn't have anointing. Teacher, administrator, you say anointing. We have anointing in Africa. You should go to Lebanon and continue what he's doing there. Who? Is that how to talk about? Why were you just telling me? <laughs> my colleagues have <laughs> ministries. Hey, what did you tell me? I didn't know that I was a Lebanese man to you. And what is wrong with a Lebanese man? Man of God, I thank God. Last week I was reading your book. Look at it, I want to show you. I thank God for your life. You know, you are different from other men of God. When I look at you, I see genuine anointing in the ministries. <laughs> And when you are out of my presence, you start to talk. Don't mind him. Don't mind him at all. Get up and then you'll be talking, shouting, shouting. He's a very proud man. Have you seen pride? Very proud. He's, when he's passing, he has rolled up his glasses. Rolled up with sunglasses. Do you think you are in a, this in jungle? <laughs> yes. That's how people talk. A faithful man who can find. When you see this one, you say this. When you see the other one, you say a different thing. Hmm. All right. So, may you develop that quality. See, anything that is changing you from the faithful way, how you are in public, how you are in secret. Some people even have departmentalized lives. Like one person can have six departments. Those in department one don't know those in department two. 
and those in department two don't know the existence of department three. And those in department three don't know the existence of those in department four. They are all mutually exclusive. Yes. Those here don't know this group. Those don't know this group. Those in this group don't know this group. It's one like that. You never know. Yes. So when they are in department one, they will say, don't mind him. And when he gets something, he will say this. And when he comes to department two, say, oh, hello. <laughs> oh, I've missed you. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, it's so, you are so sweet. When you go to department three, ah, this man at all, where is he from? Look at the time we are starting. When you go to department four, oh, hello. Hallelujah. I can't believe I'm seeing you. I can't believe I'm seeing you. You can't believe you are seeing me. Different personalities, oh. All in one person. But it depends on the department the person is speaking to. Look, none of the things I'm saying are, they are real. You see, there are certain things when you preach them, you must have seen it before. Otherwise, you can't preach it. You wouldn't even know that it exists. Yes. It's what I've seen it before. All right. I have a lot of points, so we better get into the points. <laughs> Number one. Moses was counted faithful. That is why he was put into the ministry of seeing great visions of God. Numbers chapter 12 and verse 6. And he said, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I the Lord will make myself known unto him in a vision and I will speak to him in a dream. But my servant Moses, my servant Moses, is not so. Who is faithful in all my house. A very faithful man. I don't need to speak to him vision and dream. With him I will speak mouth to mouth. Even apparently and not in dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? You know, these credentials, these credentials of Moses are amazing credentials. What he was explaining was that a normal prophet has a vision and a dream. That's a normal prophet. But he said, Moses, I don't use normal methods to talk to him. He's very faithful. You see, you need a faithful person to show secrets to. I said, I'll show him myself. I'll speak to him clearly, apparently. Not with that similitudes. I show him real things. Not a dream when you wake up, don't know what it is. A vision you don't know whether you are imagining or you are, you are eating too much. I said, Moses is not so. Who is faithful in my house? He's a faithful man. When you find a faithful man, you can show the person special visions. Special things which not, uh, 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 the rest shouldn't see. 
So you see, I know you want to have great visions like Moses, but there's one quality. It's not something you can enter. It's something God puts you into. He says, who counted me faith? When he looked at me, he said, you know, I like something about you. You are a very bad person like the rest of them, but that characteristic, I like it. You will not change. You will not change. You will be solid. Solid? Solid for what? Solid comes where there's pressure. There are a lot of pressures and things coming that are going to change. You are a woman, you're getting married. You're going to have a baby. There's going to be pressure. The baby you're giving birth to is the bundle of business. It's going to keep you busy. It's going to change your timetable, your focus. It's going to change your whole life. It's going to change your perspective. You are going to find out that you really wanted to have a child when you have a child. When you have a child, you find out that you really wanted to have a child. Not knowing that that was your life's vision and dream. All this, I love you, I love you. It wasn't true. It was a child you were after. And when he's finished with that, you realize that, oh, that's all. Visions are over. And that's when you see now new pressures of life. Yes. So pressures, job, life, hurts, different things are coming. And when they come, how are you going to behave? That's, 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 that's it. But you want to have a great ministry. You know, I remember when I was starting Healing Jesus campaign, because I remember that part because I rem- it was a, set- a certain point in time. I was already quite advanced in ministry when I started having the crusades, in the sense that the church was advanced. We had even started branches and, you know. But I remember a certain resolve that I made within myself. I said, uh, if nobody comes to the crusade, I will do it. And I will continue to do it in any small place I get. I will never stop doing it. I remember that resolve I made within myself. I've not had even one crusade. But you see, that's the mind to have. That's how Bonky was. Bonky never stopped. He's one of the ministers who died ministering. He died preaching. You know, one day, I was watching Bonky uh, preaching, and he said that there was an old German man who used to come from Germany to help him with the crusade. And then one day, he asked the man, why, why are you coming? The man, I think, was working on their tracks and other things. So he asked the man, why? Why don't you take his retired order? The man, he said, the man said, I have decided that I will not die behind the television in Germany. That's why I'm here. Yes. I will not be sitting in the house watching television and die watching television. I'm coming to do something for God if I can. Yes. And you see, Bonky had the same resolve. He said, I will not die in the house. Even in the weakest state that he was, you see him going somewhere with a chair. He preaches with a chair. He goes on stage with his special, a special chair. 
I saw that chair myself. I was there in Brazil when he was preaching. He has a special chair. When he preaches, he reaches a point that he sits up. The chair is so high that it looks as if he's standing, but he's sitting on the chair. He was going everywhere with the chair. Hey. He would not change it. And he preached and wrote Jesus. 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 Preaching. He never changed it, eh? And he used to say, sometimes I think pastors were mocking me. He could hear it in his voice, in the voice. He used, to, he used to say, you know, me, I'm an evangelist. So I preach the ABC of the gospel. But I want you to know that I know the XYZ as well. I know it, but I preach ABC. I'll never change preaching ABC of the gospel. <laughs> yes, very determined. Very determined. At the end of his life, he said, God has given me a new gift. I was wondering, what is a new gift? He said, God has now given me a gift of writing poems. Yes. So he said, I'll tell you one of the poems. <laughs> then he, he would release the poem. About Jesus. Oh, yes. About who? Same topic. Same topic. It counted in favor, even when it got to writing of poems. It was about Jesus, Savior of the world. Hallelujah. So God counted Moses faithful. That's why he was giving him such things. He said, who is faithful in all my house? I like him. I like, I like Moses. You never know why somebody likes somebody, by the way. You must be careful with people that people like. You may have a quality you don't have. Yes. That you need. Hmm? And I don't see why, why, why. One day somebody saw me preaching. Do you know what he said? I'll, I'll leave you to guess. Can you guess? You, those of you who are watching, can you guess what he said? He said only two words. Yes. Do you know the words he said? Why dark? Why dark? I'm dark. He said, why dark? Why is God using me? Point number two. <laughs> Samuel was counted faithful. That's why he became a great prophet. Samuel was counted faithful. That's why he became a great prophet. First Samuel chapter two. Now this was God speaking to Eli when he was about to change him. And I will raise me up a faithful priest. I will raise me up a faithful priest that shall do according to that which is in my heart and in my mind. Wow. And I will build him a sure house and he shall walk before mine anointed forever. Wow. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left in thy house shall come and crouch to him for a piece of silver and a morsel of bread and shall say, put me, I pray thee, into one of the priest's office that I may eat a piece of bread. He said, I will raise me up a faithful priest. I've got somebody who's a faithful priest. Not you, Eli. I put you here, your sons, look at what your sons are doing. Yes, you were preaching to me nicely, you were doing whatever, but your sons are fooling in the temple 
with the women and taking the fat of the offering. The, taking the, the fat is always the richest. You know, when you burn it, it's the fat that brings the big fire. So the fat was the richest. The richest. And he said, I can't have it. I can't have that. You, 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 you preached well, you did well. And you, the next part is your sons. You allowed your sons to mess around with the women at the gates of the tabernacle. Yes. And also to take the, the best of the money. And because of that, he gave him the most withering case. And your sons, two of them will die one day. And the ears of those who hear will tingle. And I will raise up a faithful priest, somebody who is faithful to me, who will do what I want. He will not change. Even when he's old or young. You see, when you're old, you can change. When you're old, you change. You can change. Uh, Bunky didn't change. At least not to me. He was the same. Fire. So, faithfulness. You want to be someone who God has counted faithful to give you certain types of revelation. You want to be a faithful, a priest of that order, like a prophet, like Samuel was coming in. Uh, you need faith. I will bring somebody. And a faithful man, what does he, he does what is on God's mind and heart. doesn't mind any, any, anybody. He doesn't mind anybody. One day God took me to a country far, very far. And as I was going there, somebody called me and told me, I hear you have been invited to this town. I said, yes, I'm going there. He said, be careful what you preach. I said, why? He said, because... I preached there. And when I finished preaching, the pastor told me, you did not preach a good sermon. And because of that, you will not receive a good offering. <laughs> yes. He told the pastor, you did not prove. He said, the offering we had on the day that you preached was one of the lowest When I heard, I was scared. So when I arrived there, I remember praying, Lord, what message am I going to preach here where your preaching is directly proportional to the offering? (laughs) Do you understand the preaching? Yes. So I prayed, Lord, what shall I preach? And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Preach your best message about Jesus. So I went to the church. The whole church was packed. The pastor was sitting there with his wife, they were waiting with their pens and their papers to mark me and decide my fate. Number one, whether I'll ever be invited to that place again whether I will receive an offering or not, hey! there was a lot of tension. So I released my best. I said, because I said, this is my chance. And I decided to preach. 
from John 3.16. Yes, that's my best message. God so loved the world that he gave us. To a church that has been Christian for years. Do you understand? Because Christians, they don't like such... You preach John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We know it. What are you going to say? ABC of the gospel. I preach. You know, that day... The pastor and his wife, they sit on the, the congregation also had an aisle in the middle. So the pastor and his wife sit on the left side, on, the, on this side. So I preached on this side because I didn't want to look at their faces. Because I was determined that whether they are there, whether they are not there, whether they like it, whether they don't like it, it doesn't, I don't care. I will get me a faithful priest, somebody who will do what is on my heart and what is on my mind. And I preached powerfully on the left side i never looked once god is my witness at their faces and i was looking at the time because they gave me exactly 40 minutes so at exactly 38 minutes i did an altar call 39 minutes 30 seconds i was back on the pulpit i did altar call come forgive people gave their life to christ and then at exactly 39 minutes i looked towards the direction Yes, the microphone. I don't care what you think. When I look in that direction, the pastor's face was wet as if you have poured a bucket of water on his head. The whole face was covered with tears. The wife was also fully covered with tears. They were crying. I said, cry. It's worse than I thought. What have I done wrong? Yes. And I said, no. So then, I didn't know what was wrong, so I came down. The stairs are on the left. So I came down and then went. I gave the microphone and they came up. Now, there's a church which have given you exactly 40 minutes. Be out of here. For th- 35 minutes preaching, 5 minutes utter call, finish. Everything is timed. The pastor who has given me 40 minutes came to stand on the stage to start crying publicly now. He, he, he. We have gone astray. This is the original message. This is the real message. He was now crying. He took another 20 minutes. That, that I was giving. And I was sitting there and saying, ah, but if you can cry for 20 minutes, why did you not let me preach? Finish preaching. Some of us, if we see a little money, you start traveling. A lot of traveling ministers are traveling for money. Yes. They're traveling. So when I travel, I'll preach, I'll get honorarium. When I go and preach here, I'll get honorarium. When I go and preach here, I'll get money. You know, then it's like money can really call you everywhere. Yes. You see, you have now changed. You are now preaching what will bring money. And going where will bring money. And doing things that will bring money to you. And then you have changed. Things have changed about you. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. If I believe in that, you will see me going to wherever there is money. Yes. I don't believe in that. I believe in preaching the word. with faithful to him who called me. Faithfulness constantness, whether people are happy or they like it or not, I found more blessing in blasting people and being angry with people 
that later they realize that what you were saying was right than trying to please people. So brothers and sisters, I want you to know faithfulness, you want to be a great priest, just make up your mind. Nothing is going to change me. Yes, that's the quality God is looking for. In you. Even if you are a bad person, if he can find favor now, this one, when, I, when he gets onto this thing, eh, you will never, you will never change. I really thank God I'm not an, uh, uh, a pagan. It wouldn't be good at all. Hey. Or even another religion, it wouldn't be good. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Hey! <laughs> I will have been faithful to the end. I thank God I found Christ. Yes. If I, if I, if I, if I didn't believe in God, it would not be good. I'm even scared when I think about it. If I was a Rastafarian, the converts that I'll have, the followers. Do you think God finds faithfulness in you? I'm asking you a question. Do you think God finds faithfulness in you? This is the quality that he's looking for in order to use you. Amen. Are you still there? David had a faithful spirit. Now, first Samuel, this is point number three. I gave you Moses. I gave you Samuel. Now I've come to David. First Samuel 26. Now this is where Saul was chasing David. Okay? Saul was chasing David. But David was a fugitive. He was a young person who had been anointed. So the older man of God was chasing the younger man of God all over the place. Verse 26, verse 18. And he said, Wherefore has my Lord pursued his servant? What have I done? What evil is in my hand? Now therefore I pray thee, let my Lord the king hear the words of his servant. If the Lord have stirred thee up against me, let him accept an offering. But if they be the children of men, cursed be they before the Lord. For they have driven me out this day from abiding in the inheritance, in the inheritance of the Lord, saying, go and serve other gods. Now therefore, let not my blood fall to the earth before the face of the Lord. For the king of Israel is come out to seek a flea, as when one doth hunt a partridge in the mountains. Then said Saul, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will no more do thee harm. Because my soul was precious in thine eyes this day. Behold, I have played the fool and erred exceedingly. And David answered and said, Behold the king's spear. Let one of the young men come and fetch it. And the Lord render to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered thee into my hand today. But I would not stretch forth mine hand against the Lord's anointed. And behold, as thy life was much set by this day in mine eyes, so let my life be much set by in the eyes of the Lord, and let him deliver me out of all tribulation. Then Saul said to David, Blessed be thou my son David. Thou shalt both do great things 
and also shall still prevail. And David went on his way, and Saul returned to his palace. Amen. Now notice verse 23. Verse 23 says, The Lord render to every man, Amen, his righteousness and his faithfulness. All right? For the Lord delivered thee into my hand today, but I would not stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. You see, David said, God should reward your faithfulness. Because God gave you to me today. I could have had you. I could have had you. I finished you off. But I didn't. I had a spear. You were sleeping. I got a spear. I could have harmed you. Evil to you. You were under my power, under my authority. I had power in that moment, but I would not touch you because I would not touch the Lord's anointed. Then he said, May the Lord render to every man according to his righteousness and his faithfulness. In other words, God should reward everybody according to his faithfulness, his constancy. He said, No, I should, I should, I should. I, the one who trained me in the palace. When I was in my father's ship, even my father didn't respect me. My father even didn't regard me and sent me to go and die with lions and bears. Even when my father heard I had been attacked by a lion, he sent me back again. A bear came. That one too, I was dealing with it. And when the prophet came, I was not even in the house. Even they were calling for real sons, they didn't call me. Eh? And it was in that condition that this king saw called for me to come and be in the palace to learn how to live in the palace wow i should take my sword now and and uh, kill him no it cannot be no i won't do it and it's the same thing you have people who have the opportunity to commit fornication and adultery it is there. I say, no, I will not do it. I can't do that. Like Joseph said, no, no, not possible. I will not do it. God gave you to me, but I can't. I can't take it. Or not that God gave you, but you fell in my hands. Yes. Are you still listening to my, my preaching? Yes. So you see that faithfulness is tested when you have power when you have money when you have opportunity yes you didn't have opportunity before now you have opportunity to go to canada to go to america to go to england to go to germany to go here to go there to go there when the power comes to do everything you wanted ever to do the lord render you according to your faithfulness whether you stay with your word you stay with your commitment oh yes <laughs> It's nice to say nice things. Pastor, God bless you. I thank God for your life. Every day when I wake up, it is you that I remember. Your messages and your books is all that I have. I thank God. There's a song that I love. That sister was saying, I bless the day I found you. I bless the day I saw you. I bless the day. I bless the day. Amen. 
<laughs> then another occasion, you're taking your sword. Listen carefully to your words as you are speaking. Listen to your own self talking. Listen to what you are saying. Listen to it. And ask yourself, what are you saying? What are you saying, you wicked man? Listen to your own words. Listen to your words. And compare the words. That's why you wouldn't want someone to hear what you are saying. David was standing there. He was holding the spear. Here is Saul. Here is this. Here is Abishai. They were all sleeping. All that he has to do is this. And it's done. He looked at it and he had power. That's where faithfulness is tested. It's not about standing to say, I bless the day I found I bless this, I this, 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 this. That's where we see whether your faithfulness is real or it's not real. That's why David said, Saul said, Paul said, I thank God that he he, when he analyzed me, eh, he, saw that he felt that I was a faithful person, so he would put me in the ministry. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God that he saw such a quality in me. That this is a quality that he found in me. I pray such a quality will be found in you. Amen. You see so many people in First Love Church, young children and so on, saying all sorts of things. All sorts of things. Yes. The day you have power, the day you finish school, the day there is power in your life, the day there is power to decide, the day there is power, that's when we see what you are made of, what stuff you are made of. Or just singing songs, just saying words. Uh, the, the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the communion. What? Uh, well, what? 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 Spirit of power, love, and the sound mind be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Many are called, but the youth are chosen. <laughs> The youth are chosen. Are you still around? Yes. Number four. God must find you faithful with money to the point that no one has to do accounts with you. Your need for an accountant shows the presence of unfaithful men. It's true. Why should you need an accountant? Why should you need a legal register to sign when you have a wedding? When you say such sweet words, I take thee as my wedded wife to hold, to have, to cherish from now, forever and ever. What, what do you need to sign? If your words meant anything. Wow. Your words don't mean no, no nothing. Your words, your, your, you, might as well, you might as well, you might as well just make a, 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 a rhyme. Ringa, ringa roses. Pocket full of roses. Teach you. I teach you. By the way, that teach you, I teach you. It's from the plague. It's a pandemic that made that thing come. I teach you, I teach you. We all fall down. It was like they sneeze. Achoo, achoo. Then they fall down and they die. It came from the pandemic during the middle, middle ages. When the pandemic came and so many people died, the black plague. It was like, they, it said, you, you ring uh, roses. The ring of roses is the scabs on the skin. The pocket full of poses, the medicine, a tissue, a tissue. <laughs> a 
you sneeze, then you fall down and die. And that's where that's where that's where it came from. Yes, it was from a pandemic. As you've been playing and confessing it. <laughs> Are you listening to my preaching? I'm saying that there would have been no need to sign nothing. Your words are almost meaningless. There are some people, they write letters to you, they speak, they whatever. You might as well fill your, fill your ears with wax or fill it with cotton wool. It has no meaning. The words are, no, are meaningless. You know? The other day I was watching television. Shall I tell you what I did? Are you sure you want to know what I did? Yes. I was watching and I think it was the news or something. Then I decided to put on a film. One of these blue men, transporter or one of these guys. And when he was, that, when he was um, fighting, it was as if he was doing ballet dancing. He would use his singlet to tie people. And he was just dancing all over the place. And I know that it's not real. Nobody fights like that. One person surrounded by 15 people is able to beat all of them. You see. But at least, as I'm watching, I'm more relaxed because I know that it's not true. And, and we all know that it's not true. But the news, they are pretending that it is true, but it's not true. So I prefer to watch these ones. Because that, we all know that it's not true. And I'm more relaxed that way. And at the end, they'll tell us his real name. But with the news, they don't tell us the real thing. It's true. Second Kings chapter 22 and verse 4. Go up to Hilkiah, the priest. Second Kings chapter 22. Now, this was Josiah, the, the king. He was eight years old when he began to reign. We have to have another song. Josiah began to reign when he was eight years. <laughs> Reigning at eight. <laughs> Go up to Hilkiah, the high priest, that he may sum up the silver which is brought into the house of the Lord, which the keepers of the door have gathered of the people, and let them deliver into the hands of the doers of the work that have the oversight of the house of the Lord and let them give it to the doers of the work which is in the house of the Lord to repair the brooches let them give it to the carpenters to the builders to the masons to buy timber and hewn stone to repair the house verse 7 how be it there was no reckoning or accounting made with them of the money that was delivered into their hand because they dealt faithfully. No accounting. No reckoning. Change the version and let's see what it says. Beautiful. Huh? No accounting. American Bible. Look at what it says. No accounting shall be made for the money. For they dealt faithfully. No account. No accountant necessary. Why should you need an accountant? Why should you need to count? When there's a faithful man, your money will never get stolen. Mm, yes. How can the money of the church be stolen? Yeah. 
When the faithful man is counting the money, he should even be afraid. But you have people that are not faithful. They don't fear God. They stand in front of you. They look honest. They sound honest, but they are thieves. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the thief. You don't have to curse them. They are already cursed. Yes. You play with God's money. Play with people's money. Play with my money. Play with my money. You see what will happen. Oh, yes. You know, when you are spiritual, you learn to leave things to God. Yes. You know, when Joshua, Bishop Joshua was uh, interviewing uh, Archbishop Duncan Williams, he said, when he was in Nigeria, in Nigeria with Idahosa, that's where he learned to pray and leave things to God. Because you do something eh, against him and he will just say something and pray. Yes. You know, I watch a film What's the name of that film? Uh, the one in prison. There was a man. Extraction. It was called Extraction. Yeah. If, if you care to watch it, I don't know if you like such films. But I, I just happened to find it. And the man was in prison. He was a drug king of one country. And he was attacking somebody in another country. And he called somebody and sent him, go and rescue my son. And the man didn't want to go. And then he, he, he opened his eyes. I, was, I want to show you how he opened his eyes. He said, you think I cannot harm you, hurt you from here? He used the word hurt. He said, you think I cannot hurt you from here? You think I cannot hurt you from here? And the man said, please. Please. <laughs> there were a lot of prisoners home. But they, they, are, they are giving the man some space in the prison. Wow. So I think I cannot hurt you from here. You will learn as a spiritual man. There are thieves, liars, traitors, treacherous people. All of them. Leave them to God. The angel of the Lord. When you read Revelation chapter 17, you see the things an angel can do. You see the possible things an angel can do. You see and learn the possible things an angel can do. You start to fear spiritual people. There was no accounting because they were dealing with faithful people. But a faithful man who can find. That's why in all our churches we have two accountants. If you are an accountant in the church and you are the only one counting the money, woe to you. You know. And that's why we are saying more people should give mobile money and electronically, not cash. More and more, give to electronic. Yes. For me, I've cursed all the thieves in my life and the liars and the traitors. Yes. <laughs> what shall I do? I have no power. That's all. I, you see, old men, eh, I'm not that I'm old, but older, you see that they don't have anything else. It's just your words and your prayers. Yes. I stand in my room. One day I was in that room, you know, if this hall is whatever, in exactly in the center of the room, I saw smoke going up like this. It was like white smoke it was going in the middle of the room like this. It was going. Since then, I don't, I don't step at that place. You see me walking around like that. I never go there. I saw, I've been praying. It's where I pray. I saw it was going like this. 
smoke like that. I was, I was only, am I, because I was not asleep. I was wide awake. Yes. There was no accounting. They were faithful men. You must decide to become one of the faithful. If you have been put in a position where you are made, being made into a, a thief, or you are being made a fornicator, you are being made an adulterer, you are being made an evil person, come out of that position and declare it so that you are free. Don't let yourself be destroyed. Are you still around? Oh, yes. yes. Hmm? Now, Nehemiah. Nehemiah gathered some faithful people to help him in the work. Nehemiah chapter 7, verse 1. Now it came to pass when the wall was built and I had set up the doors. I'm talking about how to enter the ministry. And the answer to that is, you cannot. You must be put in to the ministry. And there's one condition to be put in the ministry. Faithfulness. The higher you go, the more faithful you are. This is the main quality you need. You can't go high without faithfulness. Opposite of faithfulness is not being constant, not being the same, not being trustworthy. When you are with me, you say this. When you are with another person, you say something else. It means you are traitor. You are treacherous. You are a liar. You say this. You say that. You behave like this. You behave like that. When you are young, you behave. When you are old, you change. I am more zealous than most of the first love young people. More. I'll challenge you on zealous, zealous, uh, zealously affected race. Let's see who is more zealous. At my age and your age. Shakito la mama sabalaba. Keda la mamanda. Nehemiah chapter 7. Verse 1. <laughs> now it came to pass when the wall was built and I had set up the doors and the porters and the singers and the Levites were appointed that I gave my brother Hanani and Hananiah the ruler of the palace charge over Jerusalem for he was a faithful man and feared God above many and I said unto them let not the gates of Jerusalem be open until the sun is hot and while they stand by let them shut their doors and bar them and appoint watches of the inhabitants of Jerusalem everyone in his watch and everyone to be over against his house now Nehemiah apparently had a brother, Hanani and Hananiah. Now, he didn't appoint them because they were his brothers. He appointed them because they were faithful. We don't appoint because you are a relative. You are my cousin. You are my nebro. You are my relative. You appoint people because they are faithful. That's the quality. You see, you human beings, I tell you, African countries, 
Oh, relatives in Kote. More relatives. The army will be filled with relatives. The security will be filled with relatives. The palace will be filled with relatives. If the person is from here, the, the palace will look like Mecca. If the, 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 the palace is like, if the person is from here, the palace will, it will look like uh, 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 a flower border. If, it's, if the person is from here, it will look like uh, uh, Kumasi. If it depends on where. Yes. But Nehemiah, huh? he, he appointed Hanani not because he was his cousin or his mother's child or his auntie's sister's brother. Oh, I didn't read the Bible right. Let's read the verse again. Let's read the verse again. Huh? Chapter 7, verse 2. Beautiful verse. Beautiful verse. Uh, I made my brother uh, Hanani and Hananiah the ruler of the palace. I gave them charge over Jerusalem. I appointed them as mayor. I appointed them as minister of Jerusalem. Secretary of Jerusalem. Because of what? He's my cousin. He's my auntie. He's my brother. He's my cousin. Ah! He speaks my language with me. No. When I see him, I say, And then we, are, we understand ourselves. Huh? It's your cousin. It's your cousin. fantastic are you enjoying this wonderful little message yes yes how to enter the ministry hanani not because he's my brother my sister's son hmm? all your sister's sons they are all there hmm? your sister's sons have taken over your cousins You don't even know. The place changes depending on who is there. Oh! <laughs> Are you listening to me? Psalm 101. Point number seven. God is looking for the faithful in the land. Faithful in the land. Psalm 101. In spite of all the wickedness and the evil that is going on, God is looking, he's searching. Psalm 101 verse 1. I will sing of thy mercy and thy judgment, O Lord, will I sing 
I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when will thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside and it shall not cleave to me. You see, those who turn aside. He says, I hate the work of those who turn aside. Make sure you are not one of those who turn aside. Amen. Yes. Amen. One day somebody had a vision. He saw the cars going like this. And then one of the cars went off like this. Off. You know, it was a clear vision. You know, through this ministry, we've had visions upon visions. And sometimes prophetic warnings of people. And they just fulfill it 100%. They just fulfill it. Oh, yes. They fulfill it. They fulfill the vision about them. As if they want to fulfill scriptures. So that it may come to pass that the scripture is fulfilled. I hate the work of them that turn aside. Everybody say, I hate the work of them that turn aside. Say it in your house. I hate the work of them that turn aside. Say it again. Psalm 101. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. Amen. Amen. Now, a forward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Now, somebody should check the meaning of the word forward. It's not forward. No, it's more perverse. It's equally forward. You see, to and fro, toward and froward. Contrary, willfully contrary. There are some people who are always opposed. Another means habitually opposed. To and fro, toward, froward. So toward is going forward and froward is going back. So they are always in this direction. Opposite of anything we are trying to do. You will never be like that. Amen. A forward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Who so privily slandereth. Privily means privately. Privately slandereth his neighbor. Change the version, my dear. Change the version, American. Privily. Secretly slanders his neighbor. Okay. You are speaking and it's secret, eh? You think I'll never know about it. There are some people who said things about me. They thought I'll never know about it. But a bird of the air flew and came to tell me exactly their words. They were shocked. When I repeated their words to them, they almost died. He said, you never thought I would hear that you say this about me. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Put it, Psalm 101. Put it back. Verse 5. Whosoever secretly slander. Watch what you are saying in secret. If you don't even want to say, don't say anything. But don't secretly slander. You don't believe in it? Keep quiet and keep moving on. But you slick it, secretly slander. Somebody is in his room cursing those who slander. Because the Bible says you condemn every tongue that rises up against you. you before you realize you have entered something that you shouldn't enter. Secretly slandering. Yes. Somebody is also in his room cursing blasphemers and cursing slanderers and people that are secretly meeting and, and, and secretly slandering and you are also joining them. It says, him will I destroy. That's the word of God. 
I will destroy the one who is secretly talking. I didn't write the Bible. You can check for yourself, please. I have nothing to do with the Bible. The Bible is not revised. That's not your chemistry book needs revision. My Bible and your Bible does not need revision. And you know what I'm saying is true. He says, the one who secretly slanders his neighbor, him will I destroy. No one who has a haughty look and an arrogant heart will I endure. If you have a certain proud feeling about you, you will not endure in the house of God. Soon and very soon you'll be gone. Soon and very soon you'll be out of, out of business. Pride doesn't work in the church. Bigness doesn't work in the house of God. We are talking about characteristics that will put you into the ministry. It doesn't work. I'm sorry. No matter who you are. Bigness doesn't work. The church is made up. You know, when you see somebody who's working in the church for a long time, one of the main characteristics you find as if he's not educated. Okay. Yes, as if he's never been to school. Most of the people that work around me, you think they, they've never been to school. Not that they, are, they, they lack intelligence, but it's like they have become so humbled by being in the church that they don't look like this one was a manager of this or the, this or that or work here or was on this Wall Street or this. No, no, no. It's like you're just as if you've never, you don't know anything. All that you know is the house of God. House of God just mellows you, makes you nothing. It can't stay here. Yes, bigness doesn't stay here. A haughty spirit, I will not endure it. Verse 6. My eyes, you see, shall be upon the faithful of the land that they may dwell with me. You see, God is always looking for the faithful. All these characters, he's cursing them, secretly slandering people, haughty and proud people, but his eyes are on the faithful of the land. Every land has faithful people. Every church has faithful people. Every group, within the group, there are faithful people. He says, my eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. And he who walks in a blameless way is the one who will minister to me. Psalm 101. Those of you who are not into Psalms, this is one of the Psalms. Huh? My eyes shall be on the faithful. So all of you watching, he says, my eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in a blameless way, he is the one who's going to minister to me. I've chosen the type of people that I want to minister to. Not, you see, there are people who are very specific. You want to serve me tea? You want to serve me biscuit? You want to serve me rice? A certain type of person will do it, not just anybody. He who walks in a blameless way will minister to me. I don't want you near me. Verse 7. Look at verse 7. If you didn't like verse 6, I don't think you like verse 7. He who practices deceit, you see, deceptive people, shall not dwell within my house. Yes. And he who speaks falsehood shall not maintain his position before me. Yes. You lose your position. Try to never be caught telling a lie. When you are found lying, you lose something that is very difficult to find. And I've also noticed that people, whoever used to be close to me, who are not close to me, they all miss me. Yes, it's something I've noticed for the last 20 years. Yes. 
It's true. I can't lie to you. It's what I've noticed. He who practices deceit shall not dwell in my house. Don't be caught lying. Don't be caught deceiving. It will never go well with you. That thing there, it will just destroy your personality, your character, your who you are. It's like, it's just bad. He who speaks falsehood shall not maintain his position before me. Oh! Tell somebody, oh! Verse 8, you also not like it. Every morning, I will destroy all the wicked of the land. <laughs> so as to cut off from the city of the Lord all those who do iniquity. Wow. Are you listening to me? Yes. Beautiful. Now, Psalm 89. We'll be coming soon to the end. Faithfulness is the very nature of God. Yes. Godliness, to be godly is to be faithful. All the things that are unfaithful are part of ungodliness. Any type of unfaithfulness is ungodliness. Because faithfulness is godliness. God is faithful. If you, if you, if you see Psalm, Psalm 89... You always you see that he's talking about God, like God is like that. This God is like this. God is like this. God is like that's how God is. God is like he's very faithful. It's like he's always the same. What he said he would do, he would do it. Hmm? Are you listening? Yes. yes. I will sing of the message of the Lord. Psalm 89, verse 1. Forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. I'll let a lot of people know about your faithfulness. That this is your nature. That's how God is. God is faithful. Verse 2. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever, but thy faithfulness shall thou establish in the very heavens. Faithfulness will be established to the very heavens. That's God. God is about faithfulness. Verse 3. Keep on. I have made a covenant with my chosen, and I have sworn unto David my servant. Verse 4. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders. Verse 5. O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord. Verse 8. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee, or to thy faithfulness round about thee. The word faithfulness is always associated with God. This is the big, big element of God. Like how you say God is love, God is light, God is faithfulness. Faithfulness is the character. He will still be there. There's no changing. There's no variation. There's no variation with God. What he said he is the same. How he is, is the same. No change. This is the characteristic that God is looking for you. And Paul said, I thank God that he counted me faithful. That me, pa, a very bad... Yes, yes, Paul, he counted you faithful because faithfulness is different from being a, blasph- a blasphemer and injurious. When you were being injurious, you were also even being faithful to what you believed. Yes, he was very zealous and very faithful to what he believed. 
when he was doing it, he did it with all his strength. And you couldn't change his mind. He was very hard and stubborn. Even though it was faith, it was, he was wrong. He was faithful in the bad things. Some of you, if you belong to another region, you will not be a good member. It's true. If you are an occultist, you will not be a good occultist. I mean, you will not be a committed member. You are not committed to anything. Yes. Number eight. How many points have I given you? Hmm. Proverbs 11 verse 13. This verse. Manifestations of unfaithfulness is tail-bearing. A tail-bearer revealed secrets. But he that is of a faithful spirit concealed the matter. You know, faithful people don't talk about things. The matter, the matter, the issue. Faithful people don't talk. hundred years will go by. Huh? Have you watched the film Shula the Spy? Watch it. She was a woman. They consider her the modern day Esther. There are two famous spies from Israel. Eli Cohen in Syria and this woman, Shula the, Shula the Spy. When they caught her eh, with they were looking for something. They caught her. They suspected her. They didn't have proof. They took her. I don't know how long they kept her. But I watched an interview. She was being interviewed in the King David Hotel. I stayed in that hotel in, in, Israel, in Jerusalem. King David Hotel. She was being interviewed there. She said, look, what they did to me I think they pulled out all her teeth, all her nails. I don't know how many times they raped her, destroyed, beat her, everything. She said she never opened her mouth. She said, I'm just a housewife for this man. And she said, in the middle of the war, she said that Israel, she said, Israel remembered me. And they offered a prisoner from, of Syria, I think to Syria, they offered the prisoner in exchange for her. They said, we'll give you these captives if you give us this woman. They said, Israel remembered me. I was there. She was in the prison. They removed all her teeth. She said she can't even say the things they did to her. And more her teeth, her body, everything. She said, I'll never speak. No. Shula. <laughs> yes. He said, a faithful, a, a tail bearer revealed secrets. But a faithful person. Oh, Kevin can come and go and come up and so I'm standing there. I said this, I promise, and that's it. It's over. When I watch her, what, what they did to her in the film, I said no. But then I saw her in real life in King David Hotel being interviewed. And while she was speaking, I was looking at her mouth. She said, Israel remembered me. I was faithful to them. I said, I will never reveal the secret of what I was doing. Because she was a spy. She used to write in invisible ink. 
She used to write in invisible ink and send it to Israel. And you see the paper, you, you think something, there's nothing on it. And when you put something on it, then the letters come. And she was sending letters. The day that they caught her, she had one and they couldn't find it. She said, no. What I promised, that is it. You see, this where the tailbearer is the, is the, in the Hebrew, the Hebrew word, the Strong's Concordance, 7402. And when you read in Ezekiel, it said, by the multitude of your traffic, the word is 7404. When you check it, it's the same word. The tailbearer is Lucifer. A person who goes around from place to place, place to place, place to place. <laughs> Are you listening? You have become quiet. You don't understand the preaching. Huh? You don't like my message? Yeah? A tailbearer, somebody who talks, sharing stories, saying things, spreading slime all over the place. May you have a faithful spirit. Amen. Stand up. I think it's enough. Thank God. Father, we give you thanks. And we give you praise for what you've done for us. Pray to God to have, to be a, faith, to have a faithful spirit. Spirit of a faithful person. God's eyes upon the faithful of the land. My God, my God. Tamala mashundala bakabala. Hende tolemerene shimbere delemazandaliba. In the name of Jesus Christ. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Kambala mashandole mandalabadali. Horeman bala asmala da kamboshe belende belende. Para mandali bodele mendele belende. Polara mambara mandali bedele belende. Hambelele mandala badali belende belende. Hambora mandali badele belende belende. Hambola mara mandali belende. Hambola mama mandali mandali belende. Hambali belende Mama Paramandali mandi dono mandi dene 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 dene. 
Mandala mandali do le de 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 de. Hare mandale borane de mandala badari de 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 de. Father, we thank you for what you've done for us. We are grateful for your beautiful blessing tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless everyone watching. Touch our lives mightily with your Holy Spirit. Lay your hands on your heart. Receive a good spirit. A faithful spirit. No change. No change in your commitment. Your determination. Your zeal. And your words. The quality of your words. The quality of your commitment. In the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. If you are watching, you want to give your life to Christ, say this prayer with me. You want to give your heart to Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to you. Cleanse me. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Make me a new person. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want you to take an offering. We are going to give faithful offering to the Lord. Amen. God has been good to you. God has been good to you. And God is going to give you a blessing as you give. And I want everybody to take through mobile money and whatever method you want to give because we are not physically together. But I need you to be very generous and to sow a seed. This is a seed I want you to hold in your hand because we're going to pray that this seed will be part of your prayers in which you are requesting that Lord, give me a faithful spirit. I want to be a faithful person. Amen. I want to be a faithful person. Beautiful. Father, we thank you for this offering and you are blessing us every day every day raise up a faithful army of faithful people who will never turn around and harm your church give us a good spirit that you gave to Moses faithful man this good spirit that you gave to Samuel faithful man, the good spirit that you gave to David. Give us a good attitude that you gave to Hananiah, the brother of Nehemiah. Thank you for faithfulness that is coming. Lord. We are repenting of wickedness. And we thank you that you are bringing a faithful spirit into our lives. Bless everyone in every country, in England, America, Botswana, South Africa, Australia, Papua New Guinea, everywhere. Switzerland, bless us all everywhere. Tamale, Accra, Takoradi, everywhere. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. 
And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.